shit last week. Yeah. I was just exhausted, dude. You ever feel like that when you're just... you just zoned? Well, you just... You're so out of energy that you can't even... Like, you have to fight to focus. So that should be me today, because I got about three hours of sleep last night. Mine's usually not sleep. It's usually either, like, just complete exhaustion is right. what mine is. Sleep doesn't seem... I mean, like, sleep affects me, but not... Like, my brain will still work. My body's just like, you're so tired. Go to sleep. I'm doing about a five to 600 calorie deficit every day. What the fuck is... What does that mean? <laughs> that means... I should be taking in about 2,500 to 3,000 oh, calories. Taking in two. I'm only taking in 2,000 calories a day. Um, I've moved all of my workouts to a fat burn cardio workout until we go to Cancun. Um, and that's 600 calories in 45 minutes. Let me ask you a psychology question. Why are you so worried about how you look when you go to Cancun? Not that it's wrong or right. Yeah, because you're, why personally do you feel like you should look a certain way when you get there? A uh, couple of reasons. I know you're smart enough to know why I'm asking, but yeah. you're not this time. No, so the camera here, is rolling, so I don't know if you want that's to. That's okay. Yeah. Going. You yeah. know what? Around okay. here, we, we will throw this on a little shorty somewhere. Yeah. We need Ar- to be putting them shorties up. Around here, you're in clothes like 24/7, right? Yeah. So you go on a beach vacation, and you're going to be in like swim trunks and yeah shirtless right okay. so got it it's yes. the opportunity to maximize that look okay um plus it gives you a benchmark goal like if you're just driving blind into the night like oh i want to burn fat i want to burn fat but you don't really have like a deadline or a goal to hit by a certain time then it yeah. makes it tough so the beach vacation gives me something to focus on you're not answering the question the question is why do you want to look that certain way when you're there well who doesn't want to look as good as they can Excellent answer. <laughs> Do you want to look good for yourself? Yeah. So you have pride in how you look? Yeah. Okay. See, lots of people, like, I'll ask them questions like, oh, man, you you know, you work out, you do this. Look, I'm in good shape. Right. You know, but I just, I do it for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to, I want to feel good about myself when I'm hot and sweaty outside and I'm going to take my shirt off. Right. You know? Right. That's why. And lots of people are always like, well, uh, Dude, I don't. If you don't have well, a desire to look good uh, naked. Then your man card's like going down a notch. What if you're a woman and you and, don't have a desire? And the whole dad bod thing is like, that was a scam that lasted two weeks. No, <laughs> it's still going on right is now. It? But it's a giant scam to water down masculinity in America and try to make guys be more okay with being less masculine. There's they throw a, a couple of videos a short, out there. If I ever heard one, <laughs> I'm serious. Like they throw a couple of videos out there of good-looking chicks saying they're okay with dad bods. And it'll get a million views because that's a whole bunch of lazy, lazy guys They're looking for that are trying to justify yeah. their laziness trying and reinforcement. You can't, you'll never be able to justify laziness. So, okay. Yeah. All right. That was not a judgmental question. I just wanted no, to yeah. honestly know what you thought. Yeah. Okay. Good. I like it. I want to look good at 40. I want to look good naked. Yeah. Looking good, baby. Did you see my photo from yesterday? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up unless dude, you brought was, it up. That was... First Bad. off, first off, I've done the exact same thing, but I went naked with a sock. Yeah. And my ass, I'm not shitting you, looked striped <laughs> like this, like the flag yeah. from the bulbs. From the bulbs. But it was like light red, dark red, light red, dark. I mean, yeah. I was sore as fuck for like three days. So, and I went for, I, so I go, so you remember 
Holly Hoth that I oh, dated yeah, a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Well, she worked at that Celsius tannery. Right. And so gave me like a card so I could go like kind of to anywhere. And so I went, I was like, ah, I'll fucking go one time. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like walking like, ah, ah, dude. Like the next day, what the fuck was I think? I was in we, there 12 minutes. I was like, what the fuck? I went for six minutes. Ouch. Now, no, well, granted, skin, they got all these different kinds of beds, my so skin's I don't know what's. a lot. Like right. I can well, You like, look at my arms, instantly. I'm not burnt. It's well, my fucking stomach and my back and my ass. because those fucking things ain't seen the sun in 12 years, right? right? <laughs> and, and so, yeah, I was only in there for like six minutes. And, it, I mean, it is what it is. And, like, Danielle and I, <laughs> we went and got like a, a little ice cream Dude, treat afterwards. Your thighs were red. Yeah. I mean, they're like this color red. And, of a flag, and like American flag red. We come home and we're just chatting. And I'm like, man, my legs itch. And I pull out my pant legs, and they're not red yet or anything. And I'm like, "This is I don't something's weird. Like I don't if I don't know if I got something in my shorts or what, but my thighs are itching." <laughs> and then, like that night, but like an hour and a half later, started like getting ready for bed, and I'm like, "I'm turning pink. I wonder if I got burnt." And she's like, "Oh, I bet you did." She's laughing. And she's then, like, "This dumb fuck." And then, and then the next, like, I didn't sleep for shit that night because you oh, never sleep with a sunburn, you can't right? Move. Yeah. And so then the next morning I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> it's like this. This is bad. Six minutes. That's like when I got that welder burn on my arm. Yeah, I've had like that before. Literally, I was laying in bed and like the sweat would get my arm, my raw skin to stick. Yeah, and I'd move and I'd just be like. When I was working on that ah, car, I had ah, I had little welder's goggles. Oh, you know, I, knew, I knew to have goggles. I didn't know to have the face you mask. You got to have the face mask. And so I get all done, and like again, an hour and a half later, two hours later, I'm like squinching my face, like yeah, my face is all itchy. <laughs> and then sure enough, gave myself welder burn all over my face. Yeah, uh, that shit sucks. My arm blistered up. It was nasty. Ugh. My worst burn I had was was this when I was working at McDonald's. I was working at the fry station, and I was it. I like misjudged like something like in the grease and I went to like <laughs> I don't know what it was. I managed to somehow stick my finger like actually in the grease. In the grease. You, you fucking Ugh. dipshit. <laughs> I am so I was like skimming it and I just had that finger down. If it's like really you know how it's like really glossy and sometimes yep. it's kinda oh, like yeah. throws off your death perception. So I was like skimming it. I just went right in. I pulled it out and it was like one of those like it doesn't hurt bad at first and then you start to panic and you're like yeah. Gotta go straight to the cold water. Yeah. yeah. Cold water. My, my Wash that thing off. A little scar from it. But yeah, I think that's what it was. I, I misjudged like how deep it was in there because it was like fresh. Right. Because they have like grease vets now that they just like they circulate and they clean themselves. Yeah. So right. You don't have to like really do it. Expensive as shit. But yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the void. Um, we are a show dedicated to filling the void between being an employee and becoming self-employed. So most people refer to that as taking the leap like you're jumping off a cliff. And we're here to help you understand that it does not have to be that way. You can put some carefully planned steps together and make it very, very easy on yourself. Um, if you're a new listener to the show, scroll back to episodes one through nine. We lay down a perfect framework for you to work within to... Uh, start your business. We go over everything from personal finance prep to business finance prep to systems and processes to community involvement work. Um, we, we give you the full framework for how to do it. So again, those are episodes one through nine. And then every episode after that is just some kind of follow-up episodes. We got a couple of different styles of shows. Those first one through nine episodes, those are our core episodes. 
We have some Q&A episodes where listeners can email in questions to askmitch at mitchsmedley.com, and um, we will answer those questions. Those questions can really be about anything. It can be business-related or just about life or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, and um, if your questions are good enough, we will make a show about them. Um, we also have some guest episodes where we bring on guests who have started their own businesses, and we talk about their successes and their failures. Um, and then we have some uh, general business shows where we talk about general business topics. That's what this show is going to be. Um, and then uh, we have Beyond the Void episodes. And what Beyond the Void is, is it's kind of a chance for us to cut loose a little bit and talk about some more social and uh, political topics that are going on and how a, um, how a young business-minded person should uh, navigate through all of that. So we, we try to tie those back to business. Sometimes we don't, and it just turns into a big, giant political rant. So um, I'm your host, Mitch Smedley, and with me, as always, is David Hilton. It's good to see you, buddy. It's good to see you. We're two days late. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, uh, so we're filming this the week of 4th of July. So it's Thursday. It's Thursday. We usually film these on Tuesdays. Hey, so, America. America. America gets two days in our book. Yeah. yeah. Which, he texts me on the Tuesday. He's like, hey, uh, I know we were supposed to have the show tonight, and I'm thinking, what show? Yeah. What are you fucking talking <laughs> he, about, dude? He's still hung over yeah, and dr- half lit. Yeah, my, my head hurts <laughs> from the fireworks in the M80s. I'm like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're not doing it tonight. And then I read a little further, and he's like, "No, seriously, we're not doing it tonight. What other night do you want to yeah. do?" I was like, "Okay, good." Yeah. We closed Thursday. the office on Monday the fourth and Tuesday the fifth. So yeah, we figured do, our whole family was off for four days. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, other than it being a thousand freaking degrees, and I don't have a pool. Right. It's kind of hard to enjoy the fourth if you have to work on the fifth. So we said, "Oh yeah, dude, that sucks." Yeah, we said you everybody can have two days paid instead yeah. of just one. I mean, we lit off fireworks till midnight. Yeah, like as fast as we could light them. Shoot. And then I'm thinking, the other night, my neighbor would like you to know that it's a uh, July seventh because nice. he was still lighting fireworks Good off on happy, happy July seventh. Yeah, we still have like <laughs> half a little box of like ball rockets and firecrackers and stuff. We live in the county, so it doesn't matter. We can do whatever we want. Right. I almost lit off some when I got home from work today. Yeah. I was like, Dad, let's do some fireworks. I was like, babe, no. Yeah. It took me four hours to clean them up the next day. Oh, yeah. And we have like, our yard's huge. I don't really care. I just kind of mow over it all. Yeah. But like just the driveway and around the house, four hours. Yeah, I uh, so I oh, I use a leaf blower awful. the night of the fourth and kind of blow everything all together. We don't. I'm lucky to make it into the house and go to bed. Well, so <laughs> we live in a cul-de-sac, and so we try to be a little bit respectful to the other people around, right? So that's yeah. why I don't live in the neighborhood. I'm uh, tired. I'm going to bed. So I'm not going to put it like I mean, some of that shit still catches on fire, right? So I've had I've had some nights where our pile of fireworks is like on fire at 3 a.m. So first off, so I what I do is I roll it all up and I burn it the next day. And yeah. I know that stuff's going to go off. I had half of a cake, like a 42 shot cake didn't go off. Yeah. I'm out there by myself by the mule just burn just do, 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 do. Bam, 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 bam. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Hide behind the mule. You see that video? Which one? The whole family sitting out in the front yard. They got all their fireworks in the back of their SUV. The hatch is open. They're out in the street doing stuff. And a mortar shell doesn't go up, and it blows up on the ground. Ouch! And one of those balls oh, yes, I did see goes that. right into the back and of the SUV lights and lights their whole fire. stash at once. First off, Ugh. take your fireworks out of your car. Right. Hello. Yeah. Dopes. Yeah. Take it out of the vehicle holding twenty gallons of high-priced gasoline. <laughs> 
Like, I don't I mind that I, gallons of yeah, bomb fuel. Yeah, I don't mind that you blew up my Explorer, but that was a full tank of gas. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. It's like, dude, yeah, what are you doing? Take them out. Yeah, like I keep. We have a mule, a Kawasaki mule, so I'll put them all in that. But, like, I'm not getting to work in that. Right. You know, if it goes up, it's, yeah, you know, who cares, whatever. I'm not trying to get to work. It's It only holds 10 gallons of gas. You know? Right. It's not a bomb waiting to happen. And, listen, every year we have at least one incident. Like, this year, one, so my brother's girlfriend's name is Rachel. So we go out to light. We're going to light, like, three cakes at a time. Right. Right. I said, well, we're going to light this and stand to the side, and then you run over and light this, and then I'll run over and light this. So... We light it, run over there. We were over there two seconds. The first one goes off. Well, it knocked it over. Shot her in the leg. I'm not shitting you. She had a bruise the next oh, day, like man. an eight-inch softball. Ouch. Right in her thigh. I'm, I was burned. Yeah. Like, oh, just limping back. Uh, we we got our boys some pretty small, you know, bottle rockets and stuff like that. In July 3rd, um, we were out in it's tough, Sen- it's tough when it's a Monday. Yeah, they want to light them all weekend. Before. Yeah, well, we were we were out at um, Danielle's family's house, uh, one of one of their family's houses out in in Columbia. Her her sisters live out there. Sister in law or her brother in law lives out there. Mom and dad live out there. Like time like to buy every, a hunting cabin in Columbia. Yeah, maybe. Um, but um, their her sister uh, her sister and brother in law own a woodworking shop, and that woodworking shop happens to be on a really cool piece of property with a big, big pond. Like the pond has an island; it's so big. Nice. Um, they've got a boat ramp. Like nice. It's cool. They've got a lake house, like on the pond. Like it's cool. So like five acre pond or what? Uh yeah yeah probably. Nice. I mean it's it's huge and so. Um, they dropped some coin on Just like fireworks, blowing like some shit. A, well, they didn't do a professional display, but you wouldn't have known that. <laughs> I mean, they just I bet, tied them all together with a wick and lit it. I bet they spent five to ten grand on fireworks, like insane, right? A lot of fireworks. Well, we loaded our boys up. Our boys are ten and thirteen. Loaded them up with some small stuff and took them out there. And I mean, we're pretty like we let our boys kind of yeah. learn themselves, yeah. right? Yeah, you're gonna burn yourself. Pay attention, dude. Yeah, and so one of the uh, young adults, he's probably in his late twenties. He comes over to us and he's like, "Hey." Just wanted to let you know that one of your sons is lighting bottle rockets and like letting them leave his hand. You know, he's like holding them in a circle in his you hand. You gotta throw them, bro. And you gotta throw them up a little bit. Well, and I'm like, okay. He's like, well, you don't want to go stop him, and I'm like, no, no. Let like, him burn himself. Worst that's gonna happen is he's gonna get a burn, and he's gonna, he'll never do it again. Yeah. Like, yeah. or he's gonna learn to throw them. Like, yeah. these are all things I had to learn <laughs> myself. Like, why would I deprive him of that opportunity? Yeah. So, exactly. and sure enough, about ten minutes later, he comes over and he's like, "Burn my hand. Can I stick it in the cooler?" Like, yeah. He's not. He's not whining. He's just looking for some ice. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, sure. Like, what'd you do, dummy? Were you holding bottle rockets? Wink, wink. Yeah. Dope. So. <laughs> We got the potato gun out and launched some potatoes a couple, yeah, couple hundred geese. yards. I mean, you would never do that. Well, the geese were long gone. Okay. So by the time the fireworks went off, yeah, we did. We we tried hitting the five gallon bucket from about 150 yards away, and that did not happen. We came close. We could skip it across the pond and probably get it there, but weak sauce. Yeah, the spud gun is not. Sometimes it blows hard. Sometimes it's pretty soft. So it's kind of hard to get the perfect trajectory. Is it but a two-inch barrel or an inch and a half? Inch and a half. They don't make two-inch potatoes. So, well, I mean, they do, but... What about an inch and a quarter? 
Yeah, it'd what probably go a, farther. What if you had an inch and a quarter that had the same See, T at the end? You get worried, though, because eventually that PV, like, if your barrel's too small, you then pressure? your PVC is going to try to explode. Do so. you use pressure fittings or just vent fittings? Just just drain waste and vent fittings. Maybe you should get some pressure <laughs> fittings. Make it out of pre- Mr. Plumber. Yeah. Mr. Plumber. Yeah. Did they sell a 3 by 2 Y or T that's pressure? No. Mm, that's a problem. Yep. So... Hmm. Um, what are we talking about today, Mitch? Today we are going to talk about social media again. And Ooh, Mitch's favorite, yeah. Only so we've done a show on this before on like how I've seen success with our social media. But you're just using a few examples. Um, not really like this show. Yeah, yeah. So like on the previous show, um, and it's in one of the core episodes. I can't remember which one. It's in one of the first nine. But we talk about like like so mm. our business was a plumbing business, and nobody goes to social media like excited to see plumbing photos right so if you you do maybe (laughs) but i'm odd um you put one on today yesterday uh this morning is that this morning yeah yeah yeah. i saw it um what the fuck is this guy doing oh that was funny it was funny (laughs) guy guy was messing with his gun and accidentally shot a shot his plumbing (laughs) all up but uh anyway um um you know, most people don't go for plumbing photos. And so like we had to get creative with how do you get people to interact with you on social media and not post pictures of plumbing all day long. And so you have to, you have to try to get creative with what you're going to post. And so like what we do in ours is we share stories through our family first program, which is our community involvement work that we do. Um, we also, uh, once a week, we share photos of adoptable dogs that are available at a local animal shelter. And uh, we write up a nice little thing about them and, and take a cool picture of them and, and help share them, right? Like, we have a dog on the logo. And, I mean, heck, I'm wearing a shirt that says, fix pipes, pet dogs. Like, like we're all about the dogs, right? And so, um, you know, those those get a lot of interaction and everything with social media. So Everybody loves dogs. Yeah. They're and all, if, they're and all if you about don't, spending money to save dogs, but boy, if you talk about foster kids, they lose their shit. Yeah, they lose their shit. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you? I'm not going to go into this some of these ladies. There. I tell you that you no, know they'd rather save ten dogs than one kid. Well, and they'll spend ten hours chasing a dog and going on social media and giving you block by block updates of about where he's at and which way he's headed and everything else. Like anyone gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but you need a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so yeah, we, we went into like what worked for us, but we didn't really go into why it works. And so today's show is to talk about why, like, well, we're going to talk about how social media functions. Um, and, um, um, we're going to talk about like literally the functions of what happens when you make a post on social media. And this can be on your business page. It can be on your personal page. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. So um, basically what happens when you make a post on social media, um, let's say you have 500 friends on social media. When you make a post on social media, um, only a small portion of your friends are going to see that post. Uh, the social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, doesn't matter. They're going to show a sample group of your friends, your post. And you've seen these in your news feeds. Anytime you see it where it says just now or one minute ago or three minutes ago or whatever, you are the sample group, uh, of, of your friends post. So 
let's say you have 500 friends, they may only show your post to 10 or 20 of your friends, and that is it. And they're going to use what happened with those 10 or 20 friends to determine if they're going to show this post to anybody else on your friends list. And um, you, you think about the <clears throat> amount of people posting on social media and the amount of stuff coming in. It's physically impossible for a social media platform to show you literally everything that your friends are posting. Why can't everything just go on there? It, it goes on there. but Why this can't is... everything just literally... Like when Facebook first was getting really popular, mm -hmm. literally everything just went on there. Yeah. And, and you could you could just see, I think that's what made it so popular. Yeah. Not to get you off of what you're talking about, but that's why people wanted to see it. Yeah. Oh, hey, my buddy Ryan's over here doing this or Mitch is doing this. and Right. So they had to get creative because you end up with the crazy cat lady posting 49 pictures of her cats every day. Or someone that's like, I love my kids every five minutes or, when they're little. Or, yeah, your weird aunt that's like, just got done vacuuming the kitchen. You know, like, yeah. like people overshare on social media and a lot of it is not interesting. Yeah. And Sometimes so, people get sunburned and then put their deep <laughs> out there and they're like, hey, hey what do you do about my sunburn? And they're naked and there's just a sensor over there, a little wiener. And you're like, did he need the sensor on there? Could I have seen it? Could have gotten away with a smiley. <laughs> seen it on there. Yeah, people it, do. People share too much. It could have just been the C of censored. You're 100% correct. People share yeah. too much. Yep. So uh, uh, we'll, we'll actually talk about that particular post in this discussion. But um, Bummer. So because of the overload of posts that go on social media, they have to start kind of ranking them in some way, right? And Look at what what is a social media platform's job. It's not to let as many people see your posts as possible. The it's it's on the receiving end of things. Their job is to provide you with good content and keep you on their platform as long as possible. Well, if they have an opportunity to show you ten boring ass posts of your aunt vacuuming the kitchen and your you know crazy cat lady neighbor posting another horrible picture of her cat like or or my cat brought back another bird today yeah he just loves me so much yeah i feel sorry for the bird I feel, but i feel sorry for the cat <laughs> uh and i hate cats the so if they had the opportunity to show you posts like that which you don't care about or show you stuff that's active and engaging and like keeps you on that post longer they're gonna do it and they're literally tracking everything you do um, they're tracking your eye movement. They're tracking like where you're looking, right? Because you can constantly see a couple of different posts on your. That's why I have my little tape, or, or I keep my thumb over the lens. There you the go. Top. Yeah, I do it. I'm yeah. like, screw these people. So I mean, they're tracking all of that stuff. They're tracking your microphone, right? So, and and what I mean by that is like, um, they know if you just leaned over to the person next to you and talked about the post that you just read. Um, That's they, scary. they can hear all that. That's I mean, it's scary. scary. And, and this isn't anything new. This is 10 years old, right? It what's scary is to think about what they're doing now that we don't know what they're doing. now. So when they stop for five <laughs> seconds. So when you're telling me when I'm looking at Facebook and mm -hmm. I see your post and I laugh out loud, like my mic's on the whole time. Yeah. Do I ha can I go in and shut my mic off? Not like you have to give them if you want to use the app, you agree to all those permissions. What if I just shut my mic off completely? Because I know on my I think on my Apple phone I can do that. 
they'll still so they're they're catching it on enough different avenues that they'll still catch it, right? So they know like scroll stop, scroll stop, scroll stop, read, laugh, kind of humorous. They can actually tell if your phone's tilting, like if I'm, you're I'm showing somebody next to you. Right now, of what I've done while looking at a Facebook post. Right. I'm trying to think of like, have I done anything completely embarrassing? Or oh, maybe. I don't think I have. Well, so what they do with this information? One is they use it to advertise to you, right? If you stop on a whole bunch of plumbing things, then they can gather that you're a plumber, and they're going to advertise plumbing tools and plumbing supplies and anything plumbing your I get, way. I right? get so much plumbing crap now because this stupid ass show. Right. It's unbelievable. Right. Just like plumbing, plumbing. I'm like, I don't care about plumbing. I don't. Apparently you do. No, I don't. <laughs> they I think do. you do. They, well, their algorithms Are fucked you, up because. So they we don't should know. start talking about titties and beer, so you get those kind of ads, right? You know what? Next 10 shows, 10 years only. There we go. 10 um, and vodka. That's all we're talking about. Um, so they, they, they're, they're tracking it on enough platforms, and, and they're doing two things with it. One is they're advertising to you, but the other is they're learning about the types of posts that you engage with longer. And if you engage with other posts for a half a second and you engage with certain types of posts for a full one second – they just learned that they can double your time on the platform by showing you more of these types of posts, right? So, and we've talked about like we've talked about this on other shows like Beyond the Void shows where they'll purposefully try to trap you <clears throat> and they'll show you some controversial comment your friend made on somebody else's post that you're not even friends with yeah. and they're trying to get you to react yeah, and engage. To get you sucked in. Yeah. So, um, anyway, you make that post it undergoes like a 30 second trial period where it's going to show it to like 10 of your friends. And it's going to have that little just now, like you just now posted this, right? So as you're scrolling in your feed and one of your friends makes a post just now, they intentionally place that the next two or three posts down in your feed. So you can see it just now. That is a sample and they're waiting to see how you react to that to determine if they're going to show it to anybody else. And there's like four different ways that you can react to it, right? You can you can click a reaction, like a thumbs up or a thumbs down or a happy face or a care or or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, the laughing emoji or, you know, whatever the case may be. The only thing you get from me are likes. I, I, I don't put anything else on. I'm just like, boop, right? okay, I like it. Well, so even those reaction emojis, <clears throat> they have a different level of engagement to them, right? Like if all you get is a thumbs up, that's like the most minimum level of engagement ever. But you start using some of the other emotions to it, and now that ups the level of engagement, right? If you use like a happy, like a laughing one, um, now you're more engaged than if you just gave it a thumbs up. If you gave it the care emoji, now you're more engaged if you just gave it a thumbs up. If you give it the angry face... They love making you mad, right? So that's like the uh, of the reactions. That's going to be like the most engaging reaction you can have. What if it? What if it's like? So remember when LOL? Everyone would do yep. LOL. Yep. And people, I know guys that still do it. I'm like, yep. I'm like, dude, what do you? What? It's a sad. What? What yeah. are you doing? So what if you just always do one emoji or the other? Do you think that eventually it gets numb? Do you uh, think your algorithm's that deep? No, because they're tracking you on so many other things that they're still getting the info, right? But but like just small microscope, just reactions alone, they're grabbing you off of that, right? They know that, okay, this post made him angry. 
now we can show him posts like these again if we want to make him more angry. And they know that the angrier you are, the longer you spend on the platform, right? Instagram's horrible at this. They want to they want to keep it controversial. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not either. I, so I do stupid. most on Facebook. Um, so the next level of engagement up is comments, right? If you get a whole bunch of comments on a post, that's a very engaging post. It's going everywhere. Yeah, because most of the time that comment also comes with a reaction. They're going to like it or laugh at it or whatever, and then they're going to comment on it and give their two cents on it, okay? Um, the next level, and these are probably very similar in, uh, in ranking, um, replies to comments and shares, right? So shares is an active level of engagement. You felt it so valuable that now you're sharing it on your page, right? And shares come in different ways. Like it used to be you would share everything. Well, now people like, let's say you make a funny meme and you post it out there. Well, meme stealing is like, yeah, everyone does it, right? Well, they know that you saved that photo or screenshotted that photo yeah. and posted it for yourself. They know that. And so that, you know, that acts as engagement. Um, replies to comments are also very, very engaging because they want people engaged in on the platform longer. So if somebody makes a comment and somebody agrees with it or disagrees with it, or it has something to add to it. And so they reply to that comment and then somebody else replies. And then the original poster replies, replies again, like that's Facebook gold, right? Because now everyone's engaged and, and they're the most engaged they can be. Um, so all of that is happening, and they're measuring all of that in that 30-second trial period. And so what happens if you make, like, we've all had posts that go nowhere, and we've all had posts that get, like, <clears throat> wild engagement. And what happens is it goes through that 30-second trial period, and if you get a like, it may show it to another couple of people. If you get a comment, it may show it to another five or ten people. If you get replies to comments, it may show it to another five or ten people. But every time an interaction happens on a post, it restarts the 30-second clock over again. And it keeps it live on somebody else's feed for 30 oh, more seconds. It restarts and restarts and restarts. And um, Austin was with me um, what, probably two weeks ago, a week ago, something like that. <clears throat> I had a post come up in my Facebook memories um, from a year ago. And it was a post I had made about, um, I, 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 w I was talking about how I was working at one of the larger companies in town and I was way out of my element because I like engaging with people and I like managing people and, and leading and helping people. And this place just wanted you for your dollars. And I was talking about like the, the mental health battle I was having with working at this place. Um, and then fast forward two years later, and now I'm getting to make a big impact on a whole lot of people and everything else. And this was a post I made uh, a year ago. Okay. Well, it came up in my Facebook memories and I have, I would just got done explaining all this to Austin. And so I said, watch, we're going to restart the 32nd clock on this year old post. And at the time we did it, I want to say it had like 124 reactions and like 15 or 20 comments. Okay. I went back through the comments and I replied to like four of the comments. And I just, you know, said, oh, it's crazy. This came up in my memories. Kind of funny to see this a year later. And, and I, I replied to those comments, right? Immediately, 
that post started getting more likes and more reactions and more likes and more reactions from either friends from a year ago that never saw it or friends that I've made on Facebook since then that never had a chance to see it. Yeah. It put it up in their feed. And so then I started getting more comments and more replies and more reactions and more comments. And the post, like, it was almost as if I just reposted it. Yeah. And it blew up again. Um, the, the other interesting thing about all of this is social media knows how much time you spent in the text box. So they know the longer the amount of time you spend in the box typing a post the more engaging it's likely to be. So if you spend two seconds, boy, it's hot out today, and post, they're they're not going to show that to very many people at all because you didn't put a lot of thought and effort into it. And, and their algorithms would say, chances are this is not very interesting at all because they did not put a lot of thought and effort into it. Um, if you're copying and pasting text, it defeats the whole purpose, right? Like you could have an awesome post on Instagram, copy it, and then paste it on Facebook, and it won't do very well because you spent no time in the text box. So um, they're monitoring all of this stuff to determine how many people they're going to show it to, and and then based off of their reactions, resetting that 30-second time clock to show it to more people and show it to more people and show it to more people. And, and I mean, there's a reason, like, like you still don't ever get it to all of your friends. Like, you never do. Like, I have over a thousand friends on Facebook, and I've never had a thousand reactions on a post. I've never had 500 reactions well, on a post. Well, it doesn't mean post. that they all didn't see it eventually. They could have seen it, maybe. Yeah. Right? Like you, can go to, you can go to someone's page and, you know, see what they've been posting. Yeah. And I do that a lot. Like, if I... If I see a friend post something, like I don't post a lot of stuff. Right. A lot of my friends don't either. So, like, if I see someone post something and they're like, oh, hey, this has been happening, this has been, but I haven't seen anything, I'll just go to their page and be like, oh, okay. Right. You know, we get kind of caught up on things. But that doesn't mean that not everyone's seeing it. That means that not everyone's reacting to it. Right. Or it's not as engaging as it should be. Yeah. So, and I'm sure there's part of that too that's like, hey, once they get past two paragraphs, that's not as engaging either because people in this day and age are like, oh, that's too long. I'm not it, maybe rant, rant it, over. It just kind of depends. At that point, it's going to depend on like the subject matter of what you're putting out there. Yeah. So well, um, let me ask you this. We're going to bring this back to how this, how you can translate this to your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as advertising goes. But just this isn't a Beyond the Void episode, but don't you think that all of that just goes to show why none of us should be on social media at all it and that we should shut it the fuck down and get back to reality you know i i like honestly think alter, it's becoming what it is is altered reality yeah it's mimicked reality that's not what's actually happening well and, and there's a lot of people that don't have um either they choose not to or they're just that ignorant to where they don't they don't have the wherewithal in their brain to know that they're kind of being played by the social media company. Well, 24 year old kids don't know a world before social media. Yeah. So yeah. they don't have that con in, in their world. This is how it's always been. And this yeah. is how it always will be. But like for us, you know, all there was, was call your buddy. Right. Right. You know, and even text texts weren't even a thing for us until 
I don't know, 26, 27. I, I can't yeah. remember. But And it wasn't even that rampant. Right. Like, you know, you just, like, people would text me, and I'd be, I'd call and be like, dude, stop texting me. Right. Like, what, what's up? Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I honestly think that there's a good chance that we end up treating social media like a general pop, like the general population does smoking. Remember smoking used to be like cool. Oh yeah. And now <laughs> it's actually okay to like chastise people for smoking. You think we're all going to eventually be like, why are you on social media? Yeah. Like and get off that. Gonna... You know, that's, that shit's going to kill you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You think that eventually people will be like, we have to stop doing this. Right. Like everyone back to reality. Everyone understands that the manufacturers of cigarettes like we're doing things intentionally to harm you. And that's what social media And is. so they banded together and was like, fuck smoking, right? We're gonna yeah. we're gonna get the manufacturers of it. And so I I think it's it's highly possible we end up back there with social media at some point where yeah, everyone bands so. together and hates it, right? I hope so. Or, I, I've hate I hate it. I fucking hate it. Or or people start understanding exactly how they fuck with you and they just ignore it. Right. So like I understand, especially like this gets the worst during election times where they'll start. It's coming up. I know. I know <laughs> where they'll start planting stuff in your feed just to get you enraged and just to get yeah. you upset and everything <clears throat> else. So like take this newfound knowledge. Right. They understand your reactions. They understand your comments. They yeah, understand but- your level of engagement. Simply don't engage with that shit. Like you can trick the algorithms out. Um, and I'm not trying to talk shit on people, but intellectual people can do that. I'm worried more about the 50% of people that yeah, yeah, don't yeah. grasp it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or aren't explained. Yeah. Or, it's, or haven't had it explained to them in a certain way. I think to a point you're never going to save that 50% of people. I think you're always going to have that, yeah, but that, that 50, person. That, the problem is that 50% of people can sway the way that society goes. Yeah. Yeah, they can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's a, we're like on the edge of a slippery slope. We're we're doing we're, our part by educating people how social media works. So you, we can lead them to water, but we can't make them drink. You're 100 percent correct. But if they don't drink and society burns down, it's really it, it's yeah. a moot point. Once we get some government, like I'm just not trying to be like all no, no, you know, no hands on deck every. Oh, God, the world's coming to an end. But I mean, yeah, well, once we get government control over social media, uh, you can't do it. It's freedom s- of speech. Similar. Well, it's not freedom of speech because they're a private entity. Oh, yeah. Just like they can silence you, right? So, um, um, Yeah, that's bullshit, too. Once the government kind of stepped in and regulated how the cigarette manufacturers could advertise and where they could advertise, and, you know, you can't go to a uh, those old boxes that you used to see in bars where you plug in four quarters and pull the tab yeah. and the, oh, yeah. you know. I still see one once in a while, like in a... Like an old VA old, yeah, an old something. bar or something, yeah. right? So um, once you start getting a couple better regulations on that kind of stuff, then it may turn around. But um, um, the so how this applies to to any of our listeners is for one, you can use that kind of stuff to help up your social media game. For two, you can use that kind of stuff to support your friend's business, right? If you see a friend make a business post and, and it shows up just now, or, or if you see it at all, do them some kudos and give them some levels of engagement, right? Do them some kudos. <laughs> do them some kudos. I, I love you. Dude. <laughs> <not a> <laughs> you mean do them a solid. Do them a solid. If, yeah. you, if, if you see it come up and it says just now and he's like, hey, 
we were in this neighborhood today. We did this, blah, blah, blah. It's been a great day. Yeah. It give, could be the world's most boring, lame-ass post ever. Type a comment. Yeah. That says, give it a reaction. Yeah. And, says, and then type a comment hey, man, that says, hey, guys, kick ass. That's yeah, awesome. Go get it. Right. And it keeps it rolling for them. And, and that resets their 30-second clock, and it's going to give them another ounce of exposure to some other of their people and some other of their followers and everything else. So... Um, you, you see a lot of very short-minded things. Like, there's a common post out there about how to support your friend's business for free. Comment on their stuff, share their stuff, and all this stuff. But they don't really explain the logic of why that matters. And if you don't know the why, it's really hard to get behind the initiative. And so once you understand that 30-second trial period and that 30-second sample size to a new audience, and every time you react to their post, there's going to be five to ten more people that see that post simply because you did a thumbs up. Yeah. And and, and now someone... that you make a comment, and now there's going to be 10 to 15 more people that see that post because you commented. So you're literally helping your friend get more exposure by and if you comment, engaging. And if you comment on it and then they comment on your comment... Comment on their comment. Yeah, yeah. Okay, get, it's, and those can be short. Yeah. Like, they don't have to be some two-minute, oh, but I'm going to help my buddy, I'm going to drag this. No. A comment on a comment on a comment yeah. is all it takes. And yep. those can be short. Yeah. So you know, two sentences in the in the type box. Right, right. That's all, like, your friends can support you in that way, and you can support your friends in that way. So what if, so what if okay, so I, I come to Mitch, and I say, Mitch, I heard your show talking about Facebook posts and this and that, what would be a good example of a, how long a post should be and the content that I should put on it. So just give me, just give me a random example that would help yeah. help anybody. It doesn't have to be plumbing. It doesn't, I mean, just in generalities, three sentences, five sentences. Well, I mean, what is it? I, a video, a, a picture. I'll do it a little bit better. So videos, videos, they're kind of tough. Like I, li I like videos. I like videos too. They're kind Especially of a tough egg short, to crack. Like twenty or thirty seconds. Yeah, I'll watch those. Their videos are kind of a tough egg to crack because um, the comments appear weird in there. The reactions kind of appear weird and everything yeah, else. Yeah, they do. Um, but so the the multiply. So once you understand kind of the framework of how social media works. Here's, here's the framework of what posts do well. And it's three things, and it's super simple. Make it authentic. It's got to be you. Yeah, it's got to be real, right? It's, it's, it must be authentic. Um, when you say authentic, you mean not just in general this happened, like something personal that yes. happened to you that day, or you're on the job right now, or... Yeah, a post where you're not, um, and I used to be this way, and I'm still this way on some things. And um, if you're straddling the fence on a subject, you're trying to stay neutral. You're trying to stay neutral. People can feel it. People can feel it, yeah. and that's not very authentic, right? So they, and this is in general. This is outside of social media. People want to see you get behind something, right? They want to see you get passionate about something. They want to see your emotions. Yeah. So like I would, you wouldn't hardly ever see me make a post about like, let's say Roe v. Wade just got overturned, right? So um, 
you're seeing a ton of people make posts about that. And none of them are authentic. None of them are authentic. They're all kind of regurgitated. 10% maybe. Right, like, right. Like, hey, this actually happened and, to me. And then the worst of all, like, the, uh, you know, that happened before 4th of July, and you have these extreme, extreme view people that are like, what freedoms are we celebrating this year? Just cancel the 4th of July and, you know, all of that. Yeah. Cr- like, yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody's they posting. That's not beat, authentic. Yeah. Those people should be beat half to death. Yeah. That that's not an authentic post, right? And so that's why most of those posts got like three likes. Yeah. And and those three likes were themselves and their mom or something, but um, <laughs> like, or maybe their moms, <laughs> their dads, <laughs> their alternate personalities. Yeah. That yeah. was that was their their yeah. spam account, their fake account. Yeah, their burner account. Their burner account. Their yeah, account. troll account. So um, make it authentic, right? Um, another one is posts that play to people's emotions. And I don't want to say like in a divisive way. Sometimes it may be divisive, like the social media loves division. But a, a feel-good story, for example, always does pretty well. Um, a funny story, the, the emotion of humor always does pretty well. Yeah. Um, you know, Especially considering it's about to die. All humor is about to be. I think it's coming back. It's it's. I think it's making a resurgence. Okay, you know what? Maybe we were being stupid. Yeah, we can make some jokes. Yeah, stop canceling comedians because they said something honest. Yeah, like Dave Chappelle. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, look, no. If you have a a vagina, you're a woman. If you have a penis, you're a man. And everyone was like, "Kill Dave Chappelle." Right. What? Yeah. Just just making an observation. The the third multiplier is make it engage worthy. Right. If you simply make a statement that's neutral and doesn't play to people's emotions, that's not really engage worthy. Like you might get a thumbs up, but nobody's going to be like, I disagree or, oh, that's funny or, oh, my gosh, you're hilarious or anything like that. Right. So those are the types of posts that die. Um, Posts that do really well have all three. They're authentic. They play to emotion and they're engage worthy. Right. So ironically, Yesterday, last night, I made a post on my own personal social media. So, um, I read it. I my, was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Is that so, thing? we in in December of 2019, I bought my wife for Christmas. I bought her a trip to Cancun, and um, love Cancun. Yeah, we've been there before, but this was December of 19, right? This was before yeah, 2020 right happened. Before COVID, we never got to go. And so we are finally, here it is July of 2022, and we're finally going on the trip that we booked in December of 2019. And so um, I work outdoors quite a bit, so my forearms get nice and tan. But for those on YouTube, I mean, I'm the same way. Yeah. Like I am. He's, he's I got am the two-tone super, going, right? Yeah, that's a bad two-tone. And, and so I've been, I've been trying to like work around the house shirtless and stuff like like trying to get that tan going because the worst yeah. thing you want to do is go to a beach vacation and get roasted on day one and then yeah. you're miserable for the whole trip, right? Yeah. And so I've been trying, but I don't have a whole lot of time. Like by the time I get home, it's the sun's not at a good hour to yeah. work on that tan, right? So... Um, my wife's been going tanning. She's a redhead, pale skin, like, so... She has to go tanning. She has to go tanning. Or she'll burst or, into flames. Yeah, she'll literally turn into ashes on the beach. Yeah, like, her skin's so clear, you can see her veins. Yeah. There, it's... Not now. She's not holding right, color. Not right now. Yeah, she's got tan winter. lines, and she loves showing off her tan <laughs> lines. So, um, uh, she's been going tanning, 
And the other night she was like, hey, you should come tanning with me. My package lets me bring a guest for free. I'm like, okay, like what could it hurt? Yeah, what could it hurt? And so I go tanning. <laughs> Maybe I'll burn my penis. Yeah, so I go tan. I've, I've never been tanning, right? Uh, don't even know what to do. So I, you know, the, the lady that's like showing me how the bed works and everything. And she's like, we're going to only do six minutes instead of like the full 10 minutes. And yeah, we you don't, know, we don't she's like, undress you. to your comfort level. It's whatever you want to do. This is your, you know, yeah. thing. All guys know cover and, the stuff. Well, so That's like rule one. Yeah. I took everything off, but my boxers and I'm like, I, I had the knowledge enough to like pull the waist down a little bit. And then pull my legs up a little bit so that the tan lines would like be hidden yeah. under swim trunks, right? No, no crown roll bag. Yeah. Like that's what you need. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, no crown royal bag, right? Um, I, as, as I would later find out, my boxers, the button was missing on them. And I didn't know this, but the, the fly was gaped open. So you got a diamond, so a that's diamond on there? <laughs> right where you don't want it. Um, so like two hours later... Uh, I'm sitting on the couch at home and I'm like, man, my legs are kind of itchy. And I thought it was maybe something in my shorts or something like something just didn't feel right. Well, there was something in your shorts. It's yeah. called sunburn. Yeah. And so then, and, and I pulled my shorts up and they weren't red yet. Like it, it didn't show up right away. <laughs> and so then like two hours later, I'm laying in bed and now I pull, like my legs are still itching. So I pull my pants up, like trying to, like in my, in hives or what's going on. And so I pull my boxers up and now I can see a very definitive, like burn line. And I'm like, oh fuck, like I got sunburned, right? The next morning I wake up and I am fucking red as all get out. And like, it's bad. And I didn't even pull my legs up, like the, the, the leg cuffs up evenly. So it's like this really uneven thing. I saw First off, I saw the post, and yeah. it's awful. So I took a nude selfie in the bathroom photo, and I doctored it up so that it was censored censored for, for social media, right? And I'm like, hey, this is a great opportunity. I had a feeling we we're going to be talking about the social media stuff soon on the podcast. I'm like, this will be a great opportunity to, to see it. So for our listeners, if you go to our Facebook, if, R.D. Mitch. If, you're, if you find me on Facebook, you can see this photo. But Start calling you R.D. It plays to all of the multipliers, right? It's emotional because it's funny. It's painful. Like people have yeah. been there or they haven't been there, but they're afraid of being there. Or they're laughing at you for being an idiot. Right. Yeah. It's, it's authentic because, I mean, you can't hide it. It's fucking real life, yeah. right? And it's engaging because people are going to laugh, they're going to react, they're going to say that's yeah. funny, you they're know, all say of this you're stuff. An idiot, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So uh, I put that doctored photo on there. I made sure to get my wife's permission. Like I didn't want to be like putting half nude photos of me on Facebook without the wife being, you know. And she's like, I don't care. It's your fucking Facebook. Do whatever you want. Yeah. So I post it, and you know, of course, it does really well on social media, right? Tons of engagement, tons of reactions, tons of of <laughs> stuff. Uh, comments and replies to comments and all of that kind of stuff. And it's, it's a perfect example of things that do well on social media. Um, you can't force authenticity, right? So you can't, um, that's the problem with Facebook is people try to art. They're like, Oh, I haven't put anything on there. And they just try to force something on there. Oh, this happened. Yeah. Oh, this happened. I hate this, this, no, that's not how it works. No yeah. one wants to see that crap. Right, right. They don't want to see you become somebody who you aren't just for attention on Facebook. And that's why that stuff doesn't go viral, right? Yeah. So, and we've talked about this uh, in the past. I've got a TikTok that went mildly viral. It got like almost 700,000 views and like 30,000 comments and 
all of this stuff. And um, you, you look back on it, and it plays to all of these things. It was emotional, it was authentic, and it was engage-worthy. Um, and so those are the ones that really do well on social media. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a square as a rectangle and a rectangle is not a square type of thing. And what I mean by that is just because it's emotional, authentic, and engaging doesn't mean it's going to play well, but every post you've put out there that played really well on social media was those three. Yeah. So, so if you're a business, try to use those parameters yeah. As a guideline to what you're posting. Yeah. And say say 50% of the time they do really well, that's going to help your advertising. Well, and that's going to help drive your business. And the other thing too is most of this your business and your personal page are two separate things. Um your you you can get tons of business through your personal page. Yeah. Right. You stay engaging and you stay authentic on your personal page. You're going to get tons of business from that. People are still a little unsure about interacting with business pages, right? Like they don't go to social media to be sold shit. They don't no. go to social media to to have businesses pepper them with offers, right? If anything, the ads are kind of a nuisance. And so the ads are a nuisance. But if you're but if your business page isn't a bunch of ads right. or isn't a bunch of bullshit and yeah. it's more like a personal page, people are more likely to engage with you. Yeah. Yeah. And so with your business. So for example, um, there's another business here in town that they are, um, by the <clears throat> numbers, they are 35 times larger than I am. Our businesses. Um, but they only have five times the followers on Facebook and they only have, like, I have about five times the engagement level on my business Facebook posts than they do on their Facebook posts. And, and it's because they're not playing by these three. Their, their posts aren't original. They're not authentic. They're not emotional. They're not engage-worthy. They literally use their Facebook to, like, sell shit to people. And yeah. everyone tunes out, right? Yeah. So um, here here's a business that's like by the numbers, 35 times larger than me, their followers are five times more than me, but yet I can get five times the engagement level on my posts compared to them just by applying these rules. So um, now there's another business in town that's probably 40 or 50 times larger than me, and they play by these rules, and it works. They they're get killing it. They're killing it. Like, it's awesome. So some businesses have it figured out and some don't. Um, but... Emotional, authentic, and engaging, and remember the 30-second rule and what Facebook is doing for for how all of that plays out. And it's more important for smaller businesses. Absolutely. I mean, you're basically trying to get off the ground, so every engaging post you have is more valuable to you than a company that's got 50,000 yeah. people following them. And it's free. Yeah. That's the thing is it's free. Like it's either, just, it's either figure a, this out or pay an ad agency thousands of dollars a month to do this for you. Yeah. I should have wrote down. So we just did a Q and a show. It's not out. Is it out? No, it's not out yet. No, or it's is out. It, is it, it, went, out? it came out today. What was the guy that asked about how to follow, how to find, uh, he was extremely worried about getting calls, mm -hmm. staying busy, driving mm -hmm. his business. Hopefully he's still listening. Cause this is, 
basically the second part of his question. Yeah. This is how to run your social media. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and if you're just on your own and you're just starting and you can do those things along with what we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. I mean, you're and, killing it. You're, you're so busy. You, you don't know what to do. And some of this stuff ain't an overnight success. You're going to post something on social media. And it may fall flat on its face. That doesn't mean you're a social media failure. Keep going. You're learning, right? Yeah. You're going to say, okay, let's go back and look. Was it emotional? Uh, maybe it wasn't. Was it authentic? No, it was somebody else's words. Okay, maybe that's why it fell flat on its face. Was it engage-worthy? Not really. You know what? Right? And you can ask your friends, too. Ask your friends that are close to you and that will give you honest answers. Yeah. Like, hey, Dave, dude, I, I put this on. What did you think? Dude, it sucked. Yeah. I don't care. That, right. You know, ask right. them why. Hey, why? Well, I know I've seen this before, so I yeah. know you pulled that from somewhere. Right. Or you posted like something just like this, you know, three or four different times last month. Yeah, that's the third. Yeah, I'm not, I'm out, dude. Right, that's the third I'm water out. heater picture you've posted this week. I'm kind of tired of seeing water heaters. Yeah, so I just, you know, rolled by. Well, right. I mean, you know, they'll, right. they'll tell, good friends will tell you the truth, Right. especially friends that you've had for a long time. Right. Um, they're not doing it to knock you down a peg. They're doing it to tell you the truth. Hey, yeah. Yeah. You're right. This was, this sucked. This sucked. You right. Know? And people get those blinders on to like, I, I do it. You know, I'll build, like if I'll build something in the shop and I'm like, Oh man, I really like this. My wife, I'll ask her, I'll be like, Hey, what do you think about this? She'll be like, eh. Yeah. And I try to ask her without, you know, um, without leading on to how I feel about it. Yep. Like, Hey, what do you think about this? Or this idea. Eh. Right. Dude, and meanwhile, great... in your head, you were going, this is a home run. This fucking bitch. <laughs> you know, you just, I mean, you know, try to get honest feedback from people. Right. And it, it'll help you out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what you got to have, man. So, I think that about wraps up our... Uh, Wrap it up, Mitch. Our show on how the social media thing works and how to use it to your advantage. So... Um, guys, if you like what you heard, uh, like like what you heard, is that a is that a thing? If you like what you hear or like what you heard on the show, we're combining words here. Um, if you like what you heard, you're special. Do us a favor and help share this show with somebody else who might want to hear it. So we don't pay to advertise this show. Um, and we, uh, our show is, is what is gaining in popularity weekly. However, we are not popular enough to start like running ads on the show or anything like that. So, um, so we don't, we don't make any money on the show is what we're saying. So mm. how you can do us a solid is by sharing this show, uh, with somebody else who might want to hear it. Um, this, this episode here might be share worthy even on your social medias. So not all of our shows are share worthy on your social medias, but this one here, like you could share this on your social media and say, Hey, these guys have a really cool way of looking at, uh, looking at social media. So anybody who's wanting to dominate the social media game, check this out. So, um, um, but yeah, do us a favor and help share the show. Also, don't forget, you can email in questions to ask Mitch at Mitch Uh, until next time, guys, we will see you later. Love you guys. Peace. Peace.